0: A priest, his brother, and a married guy walk into a podcast to discover the deepest truths of our day. If you're a seeker of ancient wisdom, interdimensional museums, and the Baltimore Catechism, then this is not the show for you. You're listening to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. And it starts right now. Hello, Nolan. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Father Sean. It's good to hear your voice. It's good to be back. It's been a little bit of time, so we're recording a a mini episode because our I was gonna say our brother, but he's just my brother. My brother um, was supposed to be on with us today, but then realized that he had another obligation, so he's taking care of that.
1: He was he was double booked, as he as they say.
0: Yeah, which I don't know how that happens, but whatever.
1: Because you don't really when you don't really write things on a calendar or anything, or put them into your phone, then you could just triple and quadruple book, book yourself. Yeah, while you're I at.
0: guess you think you're better than everyone else that way.
1: Some people do have that belief.
0: Yeah, although I don't believe I'm better than you. You know it, right? That's what I said <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. So uh, I think a, an interesting topic that I, I've thought about a little bit here and there is um, what what's the difference between the role of the priest and the youth minister when it comes to youth ministry?
1: Um, the priest is ordained and the youth minister isn't.
0: All right, there we go. That's mini episode number, uh, whatever this is. Five five or six. Yeah, five or six. I don't really remember. I hope you all had a great day and, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. (laughs) Dominus of (laughs) Abiscom. Oh my gosh. you know I that a, would be a
1: really, be I mean, a really quick episode for people to just sink their teeth into. You know, the, you know, it's not too intimidating. Just, just yeah, three well, minutes like, long.
0: Yeah, just check this out. If if you if you like these three minutes, chances are you'll probably like most of the other stuff we do.
1: Yeah. Or or if you like this three minutes, then you could just listen to three minutes of the other episodes too, because that's about as uh, all you that need is- to hear.
0: Yeah, I'm only we only have. See, the best part about our show is there's only three minutes that are entertaining. Um, so, but you, so you, your job, it's like a scavenger hunt. You have to find where those three minutes are hidden. Oh, that might be a good name for the podcast, the three minute podcast. <laughs> We're oh, all right.
1: about quantity, but not quality. Just to, you just get three minutes of quality. That's it, and then and That's then we got we just take it from there, and it's then it's all you, downhill after that. Yeah, you could do whatever. <laughs> You could even c- have a have a something in the show like that that comes out and say, "Okay, from this point on, you could stop listening cuz it's all boring from here on out." <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is this is when you're going to lose interest. Yeah. Unless you really care about what we're talking about, now would be the perfect time to stop. We need a, like a
1: sound effect of like someone something like falling off of a cliff like
0: and that would be the, uh, <laughs> the sign. <laughs> Wah, 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 wah.
1: <laughs> that was a, that was really good, actually. <laughs> it almost sounded like you dropped in that sound effect. I
0: did not. That was for real. I could always go with the rap air horn too. Boo, 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 boo. Not as good as the other thing, but I I mean, what but strong, strong. strong. Yeah, it's not it's not the worst in the world. No, it's okay. Okay, it's all right. Good. All right. Good. Good. good.
1: All right. So, should we actually address the issue at hand? Yes, I think we should. Okay. Well, I think, um, I think, first of all, I I would just say that the um, uh, uh, having a youth minister is an awesome thing. Having a priest involved in youth ministry is an awesome thing. Having them both is an incredible blessing. Something that, in a perfect world. I think, would be, um, like a requirement, and would be <laughs> like a must, as we both know, that's not always the case, right? Uh, yeah. from, from place to place around the country, but, um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just that, cause there's, they are different, you know, um, you, they are different, the, the priest is, is a father figure, um, a spiritual father, and, um. Yeah, can you know because of the sacraments for sure, but other other things that that come of being ordained and living that lifestyle, like there's just there's just certain things that they have to offer young people that a youth minister, no matter how good they are at, at what they do and how um, passionate they are, cannot offer necessarily. Um, you know, does that make sense?
0: Yeah, and I mean that's exactly how I feel, but I one of the things. Uh, so I don't need. I don't have anything that to add to what you specifically just said. But one of the things um, I I think both are necessary. Yeah. And I think that um, those roles shouldn't be something that overlaps. So we at our, at the parish that I'm at right now, we um, we had a youth minister and and now we have a new youth minister, but between. The pastor wanted to know if if I would be like the youth minister. Right. And I said it just it's, it's not, it's not going to work sure. because I don't have the time to, to plan everything and make it so that it could be something that would, would, would work. That's one. And two, I have uh, other responsibilities at the university that I'm at. So to try to, to mix the both, um, I, I just don't think it – I didn't think it would work. I mean, would you agree with something like that? I, com- I completely agree with that
1: because you, at the end of the day, you're still a priest on call 24-7, you know, responsible for the souls of, of however many people in the parish and, and really anyone else you encounter throughout the day. And, you know, youth ministry might be your, um, one of your big focuses. It might be, like, what the pastor, like, Asks you to do, but it's certainly and correct me if I'm wrong, not the only thing the pastor is going to expect of you. Right, exactly. You're going to have other ministries. You're going to have other responsibilities, and those shouldn't be taken lightly either. Right. Um, you should be able to pour your heart into youth ministry, um, and and a priest kind of like given that task should be able to pour their heart and their time and their effort into it, but at the same time be able to adequately do the same for other ministries a youth minister first of all that is their job that is their ministry and you know we we both know like a, most youth ministers find themselves doing other things in the parish as well there's nowhere near the responsibilities of the uh um the uh, of the priests so um when it comes to you know all the different ministries that they're involved with so yeah they're they're two totally different roles um and and how it works out could be different from time to time like how that that relationship and that dy- dynamic dynamic works might be different but there def- there's definitely a difference and time definitely has something to do with it
0: and uh, yeah but uh, i think one of the other things that you said that's important is that like there are a lot of uh, like those other responsibilities are stuff that like i don't think you should ever be a priest who is just one-sided you know what i mean no. like you don't want to be like the youth ministry priest or you don't want to be the you don't want um an, an what's it an adjective describing you you know what right. i mean i uh, th- i feel like like any anything that's like oh well, you're the old priest or you're the young priest or you're the fun priest or he's the you know boring priest like anything like that or I, I don't think those things are good and uh, i i think one of the other things that i that makes a big difference is that you as a uh, a layperson could relate to people on a different level that I can't relate. Absolutely. And and then there's certain boundaries and stuff that like it wouldn't be wrong if you crossed them where it would be wrong if I did. And and, and it's not like wrong in like a moral sense just in that in that boundary kind of sense.
1: Right. All right, of, of what's what's appropriate and and not even like like you say not in a moral sense appropriate or inappropriate but just like what's you know the right role the right um environment and um i think uh you know i, I think uh, you're right and to go back to to the priest you don't want to be you know a, a priest should be you know you should in a perfect world have like a a, a couple of priests or however many priests at a parish with different strengths and you should use those strengths and you should, that should be a part of your ministry. But you definitely at the end of the day, you're there for everybody, not just the teens, not just the youth of the parish. Right. You're, you're the parish priest. Right. Um, So, but, but absolutely there's, there's different, there's different, um, just like there's, especially with the sacraments, different ways that you encounter the teens and you can walk with them on their journey there's a, you know myself for instance as a youth minister there's different uh there's different ways that i can reach them you know what's what's the the phrase from the the vatican two documents the, the being out in the public square and uh meeting people where they're at am i completely yeah. off on that um, I, I don't like the so. market the marketplace yeah know, yeah yeah yeah. there you go okay meeting, I, yeah meeting people at the marketplace so like for for youth you know the it's, it's The marketplace is like, you know, their schools and, and their, their games, uh, their, their sports, their activities after school. Those are the kinds of things that I think are really, not that, not that a priest couldn't show up at a game um, in support or a school play, um, but I think th- just think it's more natural and easy for a youth minister to kind of um, uh, enter into their lives and into their environment in that manner.
0: Yeah, and I would agree uh, with that. And one of the other things I would say um, is one of the problems I think, because like, one of the things I explained to the, our new youth minister is that for me, when I'm involved in something, this is this is like everything. You know, this is what I do. This isn't like it's more than just what I do. It's who I am. Right. So I can't expect her. To be um, as committed as I am, makes sense. And and like I think that you always want to have that balance of like, the person has their their own life in a sense. You know what I mean. Whereas like the priest doesn't. It it is their life. Right. Right. Like like in a sense like
1: their the teens and whoever your your ministry is with you know for for every all the parishioners that's you know your family quote unquote right. that is your that's your this is your home this is where you live this is where um you know and and then you're right like a youth minister whether it be a single person they they might have another job they might have other responsibilities they certainly have their family but certainly for youth ministers that are married and have children they have the, they have that whole life and that's number 1 that's like, you know, that marriage, that family is is
0: priority. Right. And it, there's like a delicate balance between the two. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I think that it's important to have that distinction and, and those roles. And I think one of the things that the kids notice is if the priest and the youth minister are friendly, if they're on the same page, if, you know, if it looks like they, they like each other.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> which which oh, I think... Yeah.
0: I think has a lot to do with um, making the ministry work oh my
1: gosh absolutely if you can model that relationship and how especially you know when it comes to you know both sides like the the youth minister having like this incredible uh, respect for the priesthood and what the priest does and you know in, in many ways maybe um, you know taking advice from them and, and guidance from them uh, but at then at the same time that the priest, you know, is, can, can also be that person's friend and is down to earth and is a regular person. And, you know, even though they're wearing, you know, all black and, and the collar and, and everything, they're still, you know, they still can relate to uh, us, quote unquote, regular people.
0: <laughs> yeah. And one of the things that we, um, I mean, we're, there's the, the idea of like relational ministry and stuff like that is a topic that I think we'll address probably more than once on the show. Um, because I think it's something that's so delicate and and isn't something that's scripted. Um, But, like, that relationship between the youth minister and the priest is just of the utmost importance, I think. Whether it's, you know, if you're at a parish where there's one priest, then obviously that's the pastor. But, I mean, like, there needs to be one priest that's visible at at the youth ministry meetings. And whoever that priest is... um, uh, to have a good relationship with the youth minister, for them to be on the same page. And it's not like one's coming in and, 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 and just, all right, well, now I'm here. You know what I mean? Right. You, right. Want, you want there to be a balance. And one of the things that I did with the, our new youth minister is w- when she started, I had her lead the meeting with you know the, the people who were going to be helping us. Because mm-hmm. if I felt like if I led the meeting, it seemed like I was in charge. Right, and even though she was asking, you know, for my opinion and stuff like that, I wanted her to know that she was in charge, and I wanted everyone else to know that she was in charge because yeah. she is. She's in charge of youth ministry,
1: and that's such a that's such a gift to her to be able to, to that you did that um, because it, it is it's empowering and it's so good for the kids because they're gonna the the teens are gonna see that and they're gonna they're gonna listen to her that much more because well if the priest you know is willing to to not not necessarily take a step back, but just step aside and and uh, take uh, you know let her be the the point person. Then then they're gonna they're gonna pay attention,
0: right? Because my job isn't to lead the meetings. I might give a talk at the meetings. I might lead prayer, but like that's her. She gets paid to lead the meetings. She gets paid to right. to do those kind of things. Um, right. And it's best to I think I mean I think that's a problem with ministry and and just people in general is that. If we just knew our roles, um, we'd be better off. Because so often I find that we fight over things that, like, aren't necessary. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and that's,
1: especially with youth ministry, I think, is a little bit of a problem. Because I think people are unclear what what youth ministry means. And that's that's a, a whole other topic that we could probably address, you know, in future episodes and multiple times to really kind of get around to how we feel about that. But I think it is uh, something that needs to be discussed in parishes where youth ministry is, where you're trying to do good youth ministry. Like what is youth ministry? What is is a youth minister? What are their roles? I don't think that's necessarily clear everywhere. And that makes it really problematic when you do have that relationship with a priest where you're both trying to work towards this and make it it work.
0: Yeah, I think defining um, terms, I think uh, making there be clear like, like we, we have different things that we're working on now and because it's new, like some of the other people are asking, like, well, can can cause she's gonna be working with us full time. Last year was part time, this year it'll be mm. full time and people are <laughs> unclear Oh sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're clapping you I wanna add an applause track there. <laughs> I oh I that's it's a that, full time re- job.
0: It's a full time job.
1: It is, and it makes me very happy when I hear that uh,
0: our, uh, there's full-time youth ministers being hired. I mean, it it because re- one of the things they were because she's starting in, like she's starting full-time in the summer, and people are like, what is she going to do? And recently, we were going over things, and she's like, well, I know what I'm going to do in the summer now. And there's a list of like like twenty. Th- it's going to keep her busy because a lot That's... of times people think like, oh, she just hangs out with the kids. I like, I've never. I've never,
1: I don't know if I've ever said this on the on the uh, episode before, on an episode before, but summer was actually my favorite time to do youth ministry. Like, I loved the summer. Because you, you, you can still That, do that might stuff. be a mini. You can totally do stuff. The kids are waiting for stuff to be done. Yeah. They're, they're, they're waking up at, you know, 2 o'clock every day and playing video games until dinner time. So it's like,
0: <laughs> you could do something with them. Yeah, we just went to uh, Six Flags yesterday. That's awesome. And it was people that um, from the school that have graduated. Um, so we opened it up to – because we're like a behind the eight ball on a lot of things. Because it's like you come up with an idea, and then you're like, all right, we don't have time to do this. Or we have time to do it but not do it well, so we'll just do what we can. Mm-hmm. You know, like that kind of stuff. So we're learning a lot. Um, Slowly but surely, but uh, I I think it was a successful trip. Nobody died. That's always a plus. Yeah, puked. (laughs) No, I got pretty sick though. The last ride I went on was the third ride of the day, and it 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 beat me. But you did it for the teens. Yeah, and then I I mean they went on a lot more after me. (laughs) But I was beaten, and I was like, I can't. I have to bring them back. I have to drive. I don't wanna. I don't want to kill anybody. You're that, not really that's, a ride person, though, are you? I used to be. And then uh, I got a really bad inner ear infection when I was in high school. And ever since then, I just couldn't do it anymore. So, But you sacrificed. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, yeah, maybe, so. I'm, maybe I'm better again. And then I was like, after the yeah. third one, I was like, no, no, as I broke into a cold sweat. This was a terrible mistake. <laughs> I, I made a huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah. So, anyway, uh, that's all I really have to – I could go on forever about it, but I think that basically covers most stuff. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, yeah. The only thing I, w-
1: w- I would add is that um, – <laughs> uh, Stop making faces at me. <laughs> is that – um. <laughs> <laughs> You're a snake, man. I was also <laughs> shining a
0: light into the uh, into the camera before. I did good deflecting that. Yeah, but um, yeah,
1: once that, uh, we'll just say we'll just say Father Sean um, gave me an unpleasant look, and uh, we'll <laughs> leave it
0: at that. I was actually reading something because uh, like something popped up as you were talking, and then it distracted me. I wasn't trying to make you laugh or anything like that. At least the, uh, with the light, I was. Yeah but, but, time... yeah, but
1: about midway through it, you realized it was distracting me, and you indulged. Yeah, well,
0: that's... <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're son of a gun. <laughs> anyway, anyway say, what, say, just, what say. Uh, say what you want to say. Say what you want to say. The final thought is just that um, I think that that relationship between youth minister and priest can also be really good for vocations and what i what i mean by that is you know points back to you saying that um you know i have a way as a lay person that i can meet them where they're at um that you don't necessarily like we all know that you know most vocations start or at least were uh, majorly influenced by, you know, a priest. W- would you agree there was priests in your life that? Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty. If you ask any priest why did you become a priest, most of them will say. I think they they did a study on it. It was like something like eighty percent of them said, you know, their number one reason is because they had a, a priest uh, that that they admired and respected and looked up to. Yeah. But on the other end of that, like, so obviously I didn't I didn't become a priest, but um, I, uh, priesthood was something I did discern. Right. And I right. was open to, um, at one point in my life, and and I did take classes at the seminary, and so, um, like that's something that I can share to guys too to say like, you know, you you should explore this, you should be open to that, like, and it may not be for you, it may maybe that you're 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 called to marriage, but. Um, every guy should be open to it and every guy should be open to to hearing that call and exploring the possibility of the priesthood because yeah. you never know
0: yeah yeah and 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 I think that that yeah, uh, like, I, yeah. and so i know so it, it's i like, can't like, articulate what what i want to say right now but i i mean you did a really good job so i am not try to like one-up you or anything like, <laughs> or anything like right. that uh, but it's just it's it's an, a very much an unspoken thing that um. That, although you didn't become a priest and you were a youth minister and the youth in mini- the kids in the youth ministry knew you weren't going to be a priest, your reverence for the priesthood can lead someone to think that they could do it. Does Absolutely. That, that I guess that's the best way I can I can. Yeah, say, I which guess is the a, other
1: thing I'm, the other thing I'm thinking of is that you know. You, you not that a lot of kids say this, but you might hear you, you know they they might be thinking well. This priest is saying that he wants me to be a priest or saying that I should be open to it um, because he wants me he wants me to be a priest. right like, He's right, a right priest. right. Well, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that um, I'm saying that this is something that's good uh, for you to do that I have friends that have, um, you know, explored this possibility and found that they were called to the priesthood. And I have found it that even though it's something that I was not ultimately called to, I found the process of of discerning and and exploring that possibility to be helpful to me. And I have a greater respect and understanding of the priesthood because of it. And there is some crossover between being a father in uh, the sense of the priest and being a, a biological father as well. So um I think uh there's something to that, so you know i I really do believe it's something that every every guy should be open to
0: yeah i I agree with that as well not obviously it's not, not, just not everyone's the saying that, but yeah, not everyone is called to it, but everyone should have at least given it some thought
1: hmm absolutely and and they if if they hear me say it, they may think, well, it's not so weird as when Father Sean always brings it up,
0: yeah. No, I yeah, I I I honestly like I I I play the slow burn when it comes to that kind of stuff. I probably could be a little bit more, um, forward with it, but I I like to play the slow slow burn. Yeah, this like one, a certain like a
1: certain f- favorite priest of ours. Yeah, yeah, I think the opposite could, of the slow burn. Yeah, Monsignor
0: <laughs> McDonald. we could say his name. He he's right out in the open, and I and I've learned a lot about that from him, um, just coming right out and saying things. Um, but uh, when it comes to that, I think people are are very guarded. Yeah, and they don't want you to talk about it. So I I found that it's sometimes it's good, um, to
1: ease. Into it. I mean, it, it depends on it depends on the kid. It depends on on where they're at. Like I'd, I, you know, I'd never, I'd never say it to a to a, a just flat out out in the open. I think to a teen that I just, I just met, um, or I just, uh, you know, I've, I've just recently gotten to know. But like someone who's, you know, I've known for years and years and years, and and really has shown themselves to be you know interested in in religion and faith and and that's become a big part of their lives and they're kind of constantly see, going challenge after challenge that's the type of person i think i would feel comfortable but then again it's a uh, it's different coming from me than you so
0: yeah, yeah yeah i i think so so there you have it <laughs> <laughs> That's all I've got to say about that. That's it in a nutshell. Well, uh, Mr. Nolan, it was a pleasure talking to you, and uh, it was. We'll be hopefully back very soon with uh, Justin, and may- we sh- I'm hoping to be able to get into a rhythm again. We apologize to everyone for like breaking the every week rhythm, uh, and we hope that you can still, still, uh, still stick with us.
1: Yeah, hopefully I haven't dropped off the map like we did yet.
0: alright I'll say what I always say God bless you all and say what you need to say Nolan deuces you've been listening to the Untitled Catholic Podcast see you next time